Kiddushin, Dav Samach Hay, the last thing we were discussing was cases where a woman is allowed to marry other people, but she's not allowed to marry a certain person. If she marries that, per- that person, the child is a Mamzer. And, we're, and the Mishnah explained, we're talking about uh, where they're related. They're considered an Arayot. And we ask, how do we know that Kiddushin doesn't work by Arayot? We first brought the Pasuk, She's relatives. Then we brought the comparison to Ahot Isha, the wife's sister. But we still have a problem because that's not 100% because an Eshet Ish, a married woman and a brother's wife, those two, you can't compare it to the wife's sister. So we brought in a third answer, which was Rabbi Yonah, who said in the name of Rav Hunan of Yoshua, that the Pasuk says anything, anyone who does from any of these disgusting things, they get cut it, and they compared all of them to a hot isha. It was a hekesh, and you can't argue on a hekesh. So the Pasuk compared them, you can't argue. And with that, we're going to start Samach Zayin Amudibet, the last two words on the page where it says Ihachi. If we're going to learn from the Pasuk, we're comparing all the Arayot to Ahot Isha, that Kiddushin does not work by Arayot. Anything that was mentioned in that parasha, Kiddushin doesn't work, then Afilu Nida, Nami. Then even Anida, Kiddushin shouldn't work with Anida. A man is not allowed to be with a woman who is Tame Nida. And if that's the case, then Kiddushin shouldn't work either. But Alama, Marabaya, then why Rabbi said, Hakomodim, everyone agrees that Bebal Anida, if a husband was with his wife who's Anida, that there is a karet, or Ve'ala Sota. Let's say a husband, he warned his wife not to be with someone, she is now considered a Sota. If he was with her afterwards, then they had a child, She'en Avalad Mamzer. The child is not a Mamzer since they could technically be married to each other. But bottom line is you see that if someone's with Anida, the child is not a Mamzer. But if it's in that parasha, the child is part of that Hekesh, part of that comparison, the child should be in a Mamzer. So, Amar Chizkiya, Amar Kerahot, he Nidata, Alav. No, there's a Pasuk that says that her, nid, her Nida, her Tum'ah Nida should be on him. Now, you see that extra word, Uthi? We're that even when she's in Ida, there should be a Havaya, meaning Kiddushin should work. And the Gemara asks a question. Okay, we could compare all the Arayot to Nida, and we can compare it to Ahotisha. We could compare it to Nida, and we'll say that, that Kiddushin would work by, uh, by uh, Arayot. And we can also compare it to Ahotisha, that it does not work by Arayot. So then, my chazid makashed lehu lahotisha actually nida. Why are we comparing it to a hotisha? Compare it to nida, and we'll say that it does work. So the gemara explains kulav v'chumra v'chumra makshina. Whenever we have a comparison to do, there's the strict side, there's the lenient side. We're always going to choose to compare it to the strict side. Now going back on the question, why are we comparing everything to a hotisha not nida? Rav Chaba Yaakov Amar Atiyah bekal v'chumra mibama. He learns it out of a Kavahomer, other Arayot, from a Yebama. A Yebama, her husband passed away. She's supposed to marry her brother-in-law. If anyone else, not her brother-in-law, gives her Kiddushin, it doesn't count, doesn't work. Now, Uma Yebama, Shehi Belav, Lotav Seba Kiddushin. You could always say a Yebama, it's just an Isur Lav. It's a low-level Isur, and still Kiddushin doesn't work. Hayavim Mitot, Vahayavim Kritot, Lokal Sheken. When it comes to uh, people, uh, relationships that they, the couple would be Hayav Mita and Betin or Hayav Karet, all the more so that Kiddushin should not work. 
The Gemara says, yeah, but then Then other Hayavelavin, other Isur love, that we should learn from Meyabama that Kiddushin shouldn't work. And we all know that's not true. So Amar Papa Hayavelavin Behedia Ketiv Behu. No, Amar Papa explains by other Hayavelavin, it says straight out in the Pasuk, if someone has two wives, one is loved, one is hated, is there a hated woman or a loved woman in front of a Kadosh Bachosh? A Kadosh Bachosh loves everyone. And you can't be talking about Tzadiket and a, and a Rasha'ah because just because his mother is a Rasha'ah doesn't mean the son should lose out on his inheritance. Ela, the Gemara explains, Ahova, Ahova ben She, the one who is loved, she's loved because she was married properly. Hashem loves the way she was married. Snua, Snua ben The hated one, Hashem hates the way she was married. Meaning, uh, it's against halacha. She's a, it's hayavelavin. Vekamar hamana, kitiena. But the Pasuk says, kitiena. Meaning, there is a possibility of them being married, even though it's a sur for them to be married. So the Gemara says, great, but what about Ul Rabbi Akiva, the Amar en Kiddushin Tavsin Behayavel Lavin, Kitiena Bemai Mukim? Okay, according to Rabbi Akiva, he, he held that Kiddushin does not work with the Hayav Lav. If the Torah says you know how to be married to them, then the Kiddushin does not work, period. Then how is he going to explain the Pasuk, So he'll tell you about Almana le Kohen Gadol. He'll tell you that Almana, a widow marrying a Kohen Gadol, which is Asur, it, it, it works. Any couple that's not allowed to be married to each other, if they had children, the child is a mamzer. The Pasuk says he should not make his zera, his children, unholy. He makes them pasul from being kohanim, but he doesn't make them a mamzerim. Okay. But according to Rabbi Yishbab's understanding of Rabbi Akiva, who, is, who used to say, that let's go scream on, uh, on, Akiva, on Rabbi Akiva, because he held that anyone who's not allowed to marry in Israel, their child would be a mamzer. And according to him, even Almanala Kohen Gadol is a problem. So according to him, how, is, how are we going to have a, a, a Hovan and say, wow, when, when's Hashem going to hate a marriage, but it's going to work? Now, this makes sense according to If he's coming to argue on Rabbi Simai, when Rabbi Simai said that Almanala Kohen Gadol, the child is not a Mamzer, and he's coming to say that it is a Mamzer, I understand him. And I'll say that even Amalek and Gadol, Rabbi Yishbab holds that, Rabbi Akiva holds that the child is a mamzer. But if there would be an Aseh, Rabbi Akiva would hold that the child is not a mamzer. And he'll explain the Senua, the hated one. We're talking about an Aseh, like a Mitzri and Edomi until the third generation, which is only an Aseh. But if... If he's going, if he's saying this on his own, and he's explaining Rabbi Akiva, not on Rabbi Simai, and he held that Rabbi Akiva held that even said the child would be a mamzer. How is he going to explain senua and 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 ahuva? What would be a senua that the, the that the marriage works? So the Gemara explains, well, No, that would be uh, with a woman who was with another man marrying a Kohen. If she's not a Betula, 
the, the coin gadol is not allowed to marry her, and if he did marry her, the marriage works, except it's hated. So the Gemara asks, Umay shana, so why by Be'ula le Kohen Gadol, why should that work? It's also as Asur. So he'll say, Mishum dehave le'ase she'en shave bakol. Because you could always say that it's an ase that's not for everyone. It's not like a Mitzri where everyone's Asur in the Mitzri. This is only pertaining to one person, uh, Kohen Gadol, and therefore if he marries her, he marries her, and if he does, and, and, and even though it's Navira, it's still considered a marriage. So now, the Rabbanan, let's go back to Rabbanan. They understood the Pasuk where it says, Sinua, that Hashem hates her marriage. We're talking about Hayave Lavin. Why are we talking about Hayave Lavin? We should we talk about Hayave Ase. Meaning, we should say that the Sinua, where the marriage works, is Ase. And maybe we could learn in the Lot Ase that the marriages don't work. So the Gemara explains, These Hayave Ase, what exactly are we talking about? If they're both Mitzriot, then Shetehen Senuot, and they're both hated. If one wife is a Mitzriot, the other one's Israelit, and it has to be two of the same type, two from the same nation. The only difference would be is one is loved, one is hated by Hashem. It doesn't say miketiv tiena lekohen. It pasuk is talking about leishta to all Jews. So we're kind of stuck, and we're going to leave it at Hayave Lavin. Very Akiva, and Rabbi Akiva who explains the pasuk on Hayave Ase. The pasuk doesn't say kitiena lekohen. How's he going to explain this? So the Gemara says be'akorachach shavke likra da'ave da'hiko mokea nafshe. The Gemara explains that according to Rabbi Akiva, we have, we have no choice but to force ourselves to explain that the Senu'ah is, uh, we're talking about the Mitzrit, which is a Hayave'aseh, or like Rabbi Yishrab said, a Be'ula Lekohen Gadol, even though the language doesn't make sense, because to him, the Torah already said that the Kiddushin doesn't work by by Lotase. So even though the language doesn't make sense, we have to say that it's talking about either Hayave'ase uh, or like Rabbi Yishbab said, Be'ula Lekohen Gadol. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, V'chol Mishe'en Alav, if a woman doesn't have Kiddushin on him or anyone else, the child is like her, and we're talking about either a Goya or a maid servant. How do we know that the Kiddushin doesn't work by Shivha Kena'anit? Abraham told Eliezer and Ishmael, sit over here with the donkey. The Rasha is, you're a nation that is like a donkey. You're compared to a donkey in a sense where Kiddushin doesn't work for a donkey, it doesn't work for you either. Okay, fine. I understand that Kiddushin doesn't work by a Shivha. However, how do I know that her child is like her and not after the father? Not to say that he's not a Ayavid, he is a Ayavid, just how do we know that he doesn't get any inheritance, he's a nothing. It says, by Ayavid, by every marrying a Shifha Kena'anit, it says once he leaves after his six years, his Shifha Kena'anit wife and her children stay by the master, meaning... They don't go after you. They're, they have nothing to do with you. And therefore, by inheritance, there's no connection. Okay, that's Shifhak. What about a Goya? Meaning, the Hitun marriage cannot happen with them. Kirushin doesn't work. 
Okay, Ashkachna de Lotav Seba Kedushin. I understand Kedushin doesn't work, but how about Velada Kemotar Minalan? How do we know that the child goes after her? Meaning there's no connection to the father. So Amar of Yohanan, Mishum Rabishim Ol Ben Yohai, the Amar Kera, because the Pasuk says you're not allowed to get married to them, Ki Yasir Ed Bin Chame Acharai. The Pasuk says you're not allowed to marry them. Your daughter you can't give to his son, the Goy's son, and his daughter you cannot take for your son. Why? Because he's going to move your child away from Hashem. Now it says it in the language of Yasir, as a man is going to move the son, not the woman is going to move the son. Meaning, We're coming to learn as follows, that a child that comes from a Jewish woman is considered your son. But the child that comes from a Goya is not your child, rather it's her child. And that's why we're worried that she's going to marry a Goy, and that Goy is going to move that child, your son, away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And Amar Avina, from the fact that Torah called your daughter's son from the Goy man, your son, Shmami, now what do we learn from here? Your daughter's son, who comes from a Goy father, is considered your son, and not your, child, not your grandson from your son who is married to a Goya. And Tosafot uh, asks, what's the Hidush? And uh, the Ritba explains, the Hidush of Ravina is that uh, we're coming to explain, the Pasuk is talking about the grandchildren, not talking about your actual children. So, it sounds like Ravina holds, it sounds like that Ravina holds that if a Goy or a slave, they're not allowed to marry a Jewish girl. If they were with a Jewish girl and they had a child, the child is a Mamzer, since they're not allowed to get married. And the, and therefore, the, if they had a child, the child should be a mamzer. The grammar explains, no, no. He's not a kosher child. Mamzer He's not a mamzer. Just he's a pasul maker. He's considered invalid. Now she explains the whole idea, the whole concept of a mamzer is learned out of the father's wife. If someone was with his father's wife, the child is a mamzer. So we know it's a situation where you can't marry her, but you're allowed to marry someone else. Over here, the Goy, the, the Ayved, they can't marry anybody else. Therefore, we're just going to call it Pasul. And the Nafkamina would be is, if the Ayved and or the Goy had a child with this uh, Jewish woman, and let's say she had a daughter, she, she would be kosher to marry any Jew, just she can't marry a Kohen. That would be the Pasul. So now the Gemara asks, how do we learn from the Pasuk, Lotit Haten Bam, and from Lo Yasir, that Kiddushin doesn't work by a Goy? Meaning, Hahu Beshiva Goyim Ketiv. Those Psukim are only talking about the seven Goyim in Eretz Israel. However, Sh'ar Umot Menalan, how do we know that with other Goyim, the, there is no Kiddushin? So Amar Kera, that's why the Pasuk says, Ki Yasir et Bincha. The whole idea is that he's taking your child away from Judaism, from Hashem. We're coming to add any person who's taking your son away from Hashem, even if if they're not part of the seven nations, it's still Asur. So the Gemara says, That works great according to Rabbi Shimon, who explains the reason of a Pasuk, meaning whenever there, there's a mitzvah in the Torah, Rabbi Shimon wants to understand the, the, the meaning to it, meaning the, the deeper understanding to it. He learns it from taking a, or a collateral from a widow 
that you have to give her back whatever she uses at night, you have to give it to her before the night, and whatever she uses during the day, you have to give it to her before the day. And the problem is with the poor widow, you're going to go in and out, people are going to talk not nice about her. So he said, okay, the, the prohibition is only with a poor widow, but if she's a rich widow, that's not a problem. And in Rabbanan, there's no uh, differentiation, meaning whether she's poor or rich, you know, to go back and forth there, and therefore just uh, leave, uh, either don't take the collateral. So according to Rabbi Shimon, who explains the the reason of the Pasuk, it says Kiasir, meaning I would have thought, you know, the seven nations, they're like really connected to Avodah Zarah. Maybe they're worse. Maybe Kiddushin doesn't work for them, but maybe it would work with other nations. They're just doing whatever their parents did. They're not, you know, they don't they don't have such a stronghold over Avodah Zarah. They don't really do Avodah Zarah like the seven nations. Maybe Kiddushin would work. That's why Rabbi Shimon explains Ki Asir. He's going to take your child away from uh, from Judaism. That's why you're not allowed to. That's why Kiddushin doesn't work. Ela le Rabbanan. But according to Rabbanan, they, don't, they go about the Pasuk as is. My Tama, why are regular Goyim Asur, why not just the seven nations? So Amar Kera, that's why you need another Pasuk. And this is in regards to a Yefat Toar. If a person goes out to war, he sees this woman that he really, really likes. He's allowed to take her. And after a whole process, he's even allowed to keep her as a wife. It says, After 30 days, after she's in your house crying and whatever, you're allowed to bring her and be with her and marry her. It's coming to explain to me that before that 30-day period and everything that she had to go through, Kiddushin doesn't work. But the Gemara asks, Okay, we see that Kiddushin doesn't work. However, how do we know that if you have a child from a Goya, the child is like her? So, that's why the Pasuk says, If a person has two wives, uh, one that is loved, one that is hated, and they both had children. You see that the child is, goes to him, to him. Whenever there's a kitiyena, whenever they're allowed to get married, then karinan be then the child goes to after him. Whenever you don't have a situation where they're allowed to be married, there's not a havaya, there's no kitiyena. Then it's not considered they birthed for him. It's not his child. So now the Gemara says, if we learn from Hekesh, from a comparison, that whenever there's no Kiddushin, the child doesn't go after the father, then Shifha Nami. Then we could also learn with uh, Shifha also. We said, Amahamor, that they're like donkeys, Kiddushin doesn't work, so the child goes after her. Then why do I need the Pasuk, Ha'isha Viladet, Yeladonea? So the Gemara says, Enachem, you're right. I learned it from the Hekesh, and I don't need Ha'isha Viladet, Yeladonea. So then, Ela Ha'isha Viladet, Yeladonea, Lamali, then why do I need it? Ah, we need it for the following brayta. Someone told his pregnant maid servant, "You're free to go here with this emancipation document, but your child that you have in your stomach is still uh, is still a slave. You didn't say anything. The child is like her." The Pasuk says the woman and her children should be to the master. Now the Gemara doesn't understand. My Talmuda, how do you understand that the child is not free when the mother is freed? So Amar no, the Pasuk is really coming to explain when he's coming to explain why is the baby free with the mother? It's because 
meaning whenever the mother is belongs to the master, then the children belong to the the, the master. But if the mother is free, then the, the child who's inside of her goes out with her. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.